Are you a real estate agent looking to change your real estate game, change your real estate business, and change your life? Welcome to the Bulletproof Agent Podcast. I'm Catherine Lucadu, real estate coach, speaker, top producing agent, and broker owner of the Property Gallery Realty, just 20 minutes north of Toronto. We will be exploring the mindset, training, strategies, motivations, and tools that you will need to be super successful in your real estate business. But before we get started, check us out in our Facebook group, Bulletproof Agents. Now, are you serious about taking your real estate business to the next level? Well, then here we go. Good afternoon. I'm Catherine Lucadu, uh, the broker owner here at the Property Gallery Realty. And I posted earlier that I would be coming on today to give you a few social media tips and uh, some of the takeaways that I got from Gary V when he was at our Realtor Quest 2019 here in Toronto. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that is um, probably one of the largest Realtor conferences that we have in Toronto, sponsored by the Toronto Real Estate Board and uh, different sponsors as well. So, social media. The topic is everywhere and it has been for many, many years now. So the question is, are you using social media and are you using it correctly? And there actually is a correctly because anyone can go on any social media platform they choose. However, whether you're actually using that platform correctly is another story. And how do you know whether you're using social media correctly or not? By the results. So are you getting results? Are there people communicating with you? Are there people messaging you? And I've decided to actually start, before I go into some of the takeaways from Gary V, I would like to go through some shocking statistics that I think you'll find very interesting. And those of you who are not on the social media bandwagon, it's not a bandwagon as a matter of fact, it's not a trend, it's actually the way business is being done now. And you know what, like it or not, it's, it is the way that we are progressing. So listen to some of these statistics. You might wanna get a pen and paper because you might want to remember them, look at them if you need a little convincing as to whether you should be using Facebook, using Instagram, using LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, all of the main social media platforms that are used today. So let's begin. 95% of online adults aged 18 to 34 are most likely to follow a brand via social networking, 95%. So right now, if you look at the numbers, Facebook has an average of 2.2 billion users a month. Instagram has a little bit less at about 1.25 billion users a month. So 
If you were wondering where your audience is or where your potential customers are, that's where they are. They're on their phone and they're on social media. How do I know they're on their phone? Let's keep going with some of these statistics. 71% of consumers who have had a good social media experience with a brand are likely to recommend it to others. What does that mean for you? It means stop sending likes. Please like my business page. Please like my business page. Here's the thing. The way consumers are today, they're not going to like a page that they don't know. So it is up to you to actually do the work to get them to know you, like you, and trust you. And then organically, they're just going to want to like your business page because they're going to want to come back for more content. But to just send out these likes, like my business page, you don't know me, but like my business page, it's not going to happen. And if it does, you're not actually getting like likes from loyal customers or customers who actually like your business page. You know, a like first time, they can still decide that they don't want to go on that page later on if you don't actually post interesting, captivating content that they find valuable. Next one, 90% of social media users have already used social media as a way to communicate with a brand or business. So 90% of social media users have already used social media as a way to communicate. So it's not actually a passive way of uh, doing business. They are actually communicating via social media and social networking platforms to the brand or business that they'd like to do business with. So they're sending a Facebook message. They are sending an Instagram message. They are sending a message through YouTube. No longer are they just relying on a phone number or email or going all the way to your website. Please keep this in mind when you're wondering whether you need to know how to use these different platforms because these numbers are current. They're as of 2019, the beginning of this year. So it is something that you need to keep in mind. Let's keep going. 69% of consumers' media time is spent on their smartphones. 69% of their media time. So media, we have our computers, we have TV, we have video, we have DVDs, anything to occupy us through media channels, 69% is being spent on our smartphones. So when you're wondering whether you should be putting ads on Facebook, whether you should be spending time posting content that will be mobile friendly and not necessarily computer screen friendly, you need to think carefully because that is three quarters of the population who is actually on um, watching media, but through their phones. Visual content is 40 times more likely to get shared on social media than other types of content. I have been saying this for quite a few years now because I, I practice what I preach. I have been experimenting 
on Facebook and Instagram and so on for many years now. And I know what captures an audience. So I now call it attraction marketing rather than just social media marketing because you are attracting a client. You are attracting a prospect to see whether they know you, like you, and trust you. You're no longer just throwing sales language at them to see whether something will stick with them. So visual content, meaning videos, photos, infographics, all of these things are 40 times more likely to actually capture someone's attention than just writing a text or you know, so often I see people sharing content, which is perfectly fine. It's great. You found a great article, you share it, but you don't do anything with it. Just because you share an article doesn't mean someone knows why you've done that. Put an emotional post beside it. Put the reason why you've shared it, but don't just share content because it doesn't mean anything. Give it some meaning. Last uh, little bit of information, and then I'll go on to my takeaways. <clears throat> 50 million small businesses are using Facebook business pages today. 50 million pages. So when you are deciding whether you want to share your business page with someone so they can press like, but they don't know you, you're competing against another 50 million business pages on Facebook. Therefore, should you be posting content that is perhaps unique? It is perhaps with a little bit of a twist. Uh, is it appealing? Do you post videos? Do you post uh, valuable content that whoever would be your consumer or whoever would be your audience would actually appreciate reading? And should it always be business? Something to think about because if you were to follow a page that was only business related, would that interest you 24 seven? Or would you like to see a little bit of everything on there? Something to think about. And of the 50 billion small businesses that are using Facebook business pages, 4 million of them actually run Facebook ads. So it's still a very large population. However, if you think about 2.2 billion monthly users and only 4 million of these small businesses are actually running Facebook ads, it's really uh, an underused platform for advertising. If you think about it, we already know it's cheaper to advertise on Facebook than it actually is in newspaper, in radio, on television, yet not enough people are doing it. And why is that? Because they don't know how. So I have actually posted uh, a link on my personal page on Facebook, Catherine Lucadu, on my business page, Catherine Lucadu Broker, on my brokerage page, The Property Gallery Realty, with an event that I am going to be sharing. Uh, it's called Stand Out on Social Media, Tips to Boost Your Brand and Your Business. 
I know what works because I've been doing it and I can see the results. So if you would like to learn how to use social media, and we're just going to predominantly concentrate on Facebook, Facebook ads, and a little bit of Instagram, because Instagram is blowing up, has been for about, you know, over two years now for sure. But because they're always introducing something new, you need to know how to use it. You know, whether you're going to or not is a different story, but you need to know how to use it so that if you wanted to actually participate in the amazing opportunities, I don't know if you're getting my language here about how important it is, but you really should be participating and there is a way to do it properly. So I'm going to be holding a free let's call it a workshop, a session, whatever you want to call it, here at the Property Gallery on Thursday, June 20th from 10.30 to 12. And I'm basically going to give you an overview of the fastest way that you can learn how to stand out on social media and some tips to brand and boost your business. If you're a real estate agent, please come. Uh, if you're from another industry, You'll find it helpful. However, I will concentrate on real estate examples, at least for this particular training. So it's open to agents, any company, any brand. None of that makes any difference to me. I just want to teach you how to use social media properly. So let's move on to Gary V and his tips. I took little video clips, which I've actually been posting into uh, my Bulletproof Agents um, Facebook page and Bulletproof Agents group. So join one of those or go onto one of those pages because I'm putting three minute, between one and three minute clips of different parts of his presentation. <coughs> Excuse me. So let's go into some of the just... You know, I don't want to go into much theory, but basically just some of the points that he was making. And he did have people stand up because he likes to do this. He sort of likes the question and answer style. So he talked for about, I'd say probably the first 30 minutes. And then after that, he had people, members of the audience coming up and speaking through the microphone, asking different questions. So I'm just going to concentrate on some of the main points I think you will benefit from. So... His first point that he actually started off his presentation with was, if you don't understand where the consumer is actually consuming information right now, you are in trouble. What does that mean? Do you know who your audience is? And do you know how you should be communicating to them these days? If you stand in line anywhere, whether it's a Tim Hortons or a Starbucks or a McDonald's, literally wherever you are, or even sitting on a plane, look over at what people are looking at on their phone. The majority of them are on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're watching a YouTube video, depending on their age. They're on LinkedIn. We can't forget about LinkedIn. So you've got to know where your target audience is right now because that's where your messaging should be. The second point he made is that humans don't change. Only the platforms do. So what does that mean? Humans 
and human psychology and human emotion, they don't change year to year. And he was talking about how he, he's a history buff and he really likes looking back into history. And it is quite interesting because whether you start in the 1800s, the 1900s, because if we look at a lot of these, um, you know, mentors that people look up to in business and so on, and they actually started in the 1900s, really the theories and the way that the human brain and the way that the human heart work has not changed over the years. But what has changed is the way that we are communicating to them. So it used to be by radio. And then, well, let's say letter writing. It started with, you know, writing letters back and forth. From there, we went to radio. From radio, we moved to television. Now, it doesn't mean the other two are extinct. It just means that we're introducing new ways of communication. So from TV, we then went to social media platforms. And from there, that's where the world has now opened up. You can, at the click of a button, speak to anybody around the world. You can exchange ideas. You can be here. They can be in Africa. You can exchange ideas and how real estate is done or whatever business you happen to be in. So humans don't change, but the platforms do. So we may get confused because we don't understand the social media platform, but at the end of the day, the messaging still has to be similar because the person hasn't changed, even though they are going across these different platforms. Something to think about when you're writing out your messaging. Uh, the next point, the phone is the primary device of society today. If you are not taking advantage of all of the many things that you can do on your phone today, you are losing leverage and you are leaving opportunity on the table. If I had my phone, which I don't because I'm speaking to it right now, but if I had my phone in my hand, I would be saying to you, this is your business. All of it on your phone is your business. It's how you're going to communicate with people. It's how you can do documentation these days. You can do a deal online, but if you are not embracing all of these different things, then as he says, one, you are losing leverage, and two, you are leaving opportunity on the table. And there is, opportunity is plentiful these days, but you have to understand it. You've got to learn how to use it. And then it's like right there at your fingertips. So <clears throat> next topic he talked about, because he kind of divided his talk up into different topics, he decided to talk about... Um, innovative uh, innovation and change so this is interesting because I hear this a lot social media doesn't work social media doesn't work for me social media doesn't work for my business so he had a very simple answer and he actually um, gave an analogy of basketball which Woohoo, Raptors, <laughs> we're doing so well. We've got uh, a few games left. I know we're going to win. But getting back to the example. So he was talking about basketball and that it actually has a very large ROI. However, you need to know how to play basketball if you want to get a lot of money from it. 
social media is exactly the same. Social media can have a massive ROI on your brand and your business, but you have to understand it and learn how to use it to get the ROI. So, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, um, I would say, oh, and of course, podcasts. These are your main platforms where you should be sharing content and you don't always have to do different content. That's something that I'm going to be talking about at my course. There is a way to repurpose your content so that you're not sitting here in front of a camera every day trying to think of different things for you to do with the information that you've got. Because you've got all the information that you need up here. That's why you're doing what you're doing. That's why you've been in business for however long you've been in business. You just have to get it from here onto a paper and then say it. That's all. And it never has to be long videos. It can be short one minute clips because people do have shortest attention span. Regardless of the fact that this video is gonna be a little longer because it's a training video, um, anything that you are trying to offer people in terms of value can just be in one minute clips. It can be in 30 second clips. The point is that you're offering the information out there. Let's keep going. He basically referred to real estate and selling homes and said, just learn the social media platform because it has been selling homes around the world. I know it sells homes because it's how I sell homes and social media has exploded the way and how fast and how uh, effective I can sell a home. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, what can I say? It works. The other thing for this particular topic is he basically just kept emphasizing that you need to build your brand equity because people are going to do business with you. You as the person, you are the person that they're dealing with. So you have to create that brand around yourself. If you are a secret agent and no one can find you, you're not building a brand. I give this example all the time. Why do McDonald's and Coca-Cola still advertise? They have been around, I don't know, probably, I know McDonald's has been around since I was a really little kid and Coca-Cola before me. Why do they feel the need to still advertise? Because you have to stay top of mind. Attraction marketing is always staying in front of the consumer. So it doesn't matter that they've been in business for 50, 60, 70, 100 years. They still feel the need to market their businesses. And you should feel the same way. So building a brand equity. Let's move on. He went on uh, a short topic about LinkedIn and basically LinkedIn has introduced so many new features that it's more or less mimicking the Facebook platform. 
So on LinkedIn, you can now uh, upload links and videos and multiple photos. Um, it's a site where you can sell homes. However, once again, does a person only want to visit your page or your group or whatever it is that you've created on social media simply for business? Or are we looking to see what you are, who you are as a person? You need to think about this because sometimes we don't actually put ourselves in the position of a consumer. We see people as the transaction, as a sale and so on, but it's incorrect. They are people who have feelings and emotions just like you do. And therefore, that is who we should be speaking to. Let's go down to the next video clip. And uh, that's where he was talking about bringing value to build your reputation. And this is exactly word for word what he said. Bringing value first to build reputation and then you'll get the permission to sell a person something. So let me say that again. By bringing value first to build your reputation will then lead to permission to sell something. So just sending out your Facebook page and asking someone to like it, what have you built? What value have you brought to someone that they should go and like your Facebook page. It's the other way around. You need to build your reputation, build your credibility, build a platform of your own on Facebook by using a page or a group where people see that you have, to, you have something to offer. Show them what kind of a human you are. Show them what you like to do. Show them that you're not just your business but that you're a human being as well. And what you're gonna notice is they're gonna start liking your page organically and not because you asked them to. The key point in all of this and the key to being on social media and standing out and attracting people to your pages and to your brand is about being different. Because we have 2.2 billion users on Facebook and 1.2 billion on Instagram, how are you going to differentiate yourself and your brand from everyone else? What is it that you do differently from someone else who does the same job? That is your job to, to show people how you are different. There has to be a differentiator. What is it for you? That's what I'm also going to be talking about on June 20th at my course. And then he went on to talk about being the first person to do something. So I know that when I started video almost four years ago, uh, I was among a few people who were doing it. And yes, you get negative feedback. Yes, you get negative commentaries. You have people talking about you and so on and so forth. However, is your objective strong enough that you can just move past 
all the chatter and the banter and you just keep going on what it is that you need to do. So he actually addressed this topic and I'll tell you what he said exactly. If you are the first or an innovator, you need to experiment and pay the sacrifice of possibly being wrong, but it will be worth it over time. So when you are the first, when you are an innovator, you are an experimenter. You are a mad scientist. You don't necessarily know what the results will be, but if you don't do it in the first place, you're never going to find out what the results are. So rather than going around in we call a curtain of fear, where fear literally covers you and doesn't let you to do anything, move past that. Who cares what people think? What is the worst thing that's going to happen? Now, obviously, you need to think very carefully about yourself, your brand, your messaging, and your audience. If you have all of these things lined up and you know who you are, you know what kind of a brand you want to create, you know what kind of a message you want to give, and you know what your audience wants and needs, then just go ahead and try whatever it is that you want to do. It just might work. And if it doesn't work, you start again. It's really that simple. All right. Uh, he talked about podcasts, which I am not going to talk about here because I don't think too many people are doing them right now. If you are doing them, then you probably don't need any social media advice because you're already at the point where you're doing podcasts. So I will actually leave that and I will put it into my Bulletproof group and on my Bulletproof page, Bulletproof Agents page and Bulletproof Agents group. And uh, it's, a, it's only a, a two-minute clip about marketing a podcast and how to get the most amount of listeners and how to increase your audience. And he had three very good tips on that. So I will post that into my Bulletproof Agents group. Now, he, those of you who have followed Gary Vee over the years have noticed that at the beginning, he was creating content. So he started by doing a YouTube show uh, about his father's, basically his father's wine store, winery, and so on. He was talking about wine and different things like that. He, he then evolved into social media, sort of business strategy, social media strategy, tactics, and so on. What he has now evolved into, and it's actually, if you look at the way society is going, he is correct in saying this, is that he's saying document, don't create. Now, I don't think I would necessarily completely agree by not creating because creating on content, creating original content is important. Let's say by doing a video, for example, where I have interpreted what someone has said. However, his point is people are interested in what you're doing. And I have this conversation a lot with newer agents that join my brokerage who don't use social media or haven't been use, using social media as much. And basically what it is that they say is, well, who would be interested in what I'm doing? 
who's interested in what I'm eating for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, where I'm going, um, how I set up for an open house, what the process is of whatever the case is. And the interesting thing is pretty much everybody. People love to look inside other people's lives and see how they live. That is why Survivor has lasted, I don't know, I think we're at 18, 19 years. Um, Big Brother, it's still on. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. People want to see these shows. Really, the, the plot line is documenting people's lives from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, or as they go through different experiences, that is what captures people's attention. So what he's saying is people are actually more interested in what you're going to talk about on your way to your open house than your actual open house. Now, yes, there are people who are very interested in your open house because they are currently home hunting right now. But what is that, 2% of the population? What happened to the other 98? Are you actually talking to them? You need to ask yourself, what content do I put for the other 98%? Because they're not buying right now. They are not driving around today looking at open houses. Something to keep in mind. And his last point um, and then that's sort of the last little clip that I'll talk about is someone was talking about being a new agent and saying, I want to come across as, and then you can fill in the blank. So I want to come across as an experienced agent. I want to come across as a luxury agent. This is very dangerous because, here we go. Sorry about that. So you never want to come across as something that you are not. You are authentic and people understand when they meet you, whether you are authentic, whether you're not authentic or not. Um, people understand when you're putting on a show. People understand when you are not being who you are supposed to be and you are just putting on a persona in order to, whatever it is, get the job done and so on. Now, sometimes that's almost like a survival skill because as a newer agent, you don't have the experience behind you. So that's where training and practice comes in because it will help you in those situations so that you don't actually have to pretend. You'll actually know what you're talking about when you're at your appointment. So that's it. In a nutshell, a lot of social media tips, and I think that I could just keep going and going and going, which I won't, but social media is a very broad platform. So on June 20th from 10.30 to 12, so you won't even be caught in traffic, I will be talking about how to stand out on social media, and I will be giving you tips to boost your brand, and your business. So, just experiment. Be the mad scientist. However, 
have a mentor who can actually comment on what it is that you're posting. Are you doing it properly? Are you, and when I say properly, meaning are you doing it so that it will give you a result? Or are you just randomly posting because you have really no idea what you're doing? Get a mentor, get help. That's what I do here. I mentor and help the agents to brand and create businesses and not do it sort of off the cuff. There's a way to do everything. And why not do it so that you can get results faster, right? Have a great day today, Tuesday. Have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you again soon. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening. Find me on Facebook with any of your questions or comments at Catherine Lucadu.